You're good. So I'm recording because I want to get all the candid moments. <laughs> but we'll get started in three, two, one. I don't know what kind of struggle you're going through. I don't know what the situation may be. But you serve a mighty God. Everybody's got a freestyle. Uh-uh. You freestyle. Happy Monday, everybody. We are back with another episode. We are in person. Everybody is here in person. And I'm Julian, your host, your co-host with... Catherine. And we have an awesome guest here today. I always say special, so I try to change it up to something (laughs) different. So I have an awesome, full of energy in a nice packaged uh, a person here with her Selena shirt on. Right. <laughs> I would just see that right now. Um, a self-proclaimed world traveler. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, this person is awesome, and you're going to get to see that in today's episode. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Oh, thank you. Yes, my Selena shirt. You know, I got <laughs> to represent. You know, I got to yes. Um, but no, yeah. Well, thank you for having me. My name is Linda. I'm super excited. Um, as you could tell, I'm very animated. So just an <laughs> FYI. <laughs> I know. I, that's why we got to go to like video podcasts soon. I know. We so don't. we can get it. We can have it right there and just be like, yeah, guys. Um, <laughs> but so Linda, where did we meet? We actually met in El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Of last year, mm-hmm. that's right. That All rolls three off of us. the tongue real yeah, nice. that's right. I know. That's right. that's so right. much nicer than when I say it. <laughs> um, and it was great. It was through Soul City, mm-hmm. and we got to meet each other. You know, pick up some really heavy rocks. Well, some of us. I did not do that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's be honest dude. here. I didn't do yeah. that. Uh, but I was great at translating, so I was <laughs> right. very helpful. You in were bed. so so <laughs> needed there. Yeah, who who made the posters? Was it you and Sam, or like you made like a packet, didn't you? To oh yeah, it was yeah. me. Yes. <laughs> I, oh my god, I did. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm trying to uh, teach you guys how to you know like the basic Spanish words <laughs> oh and gosh. stuff, and that was a lot of printing. That have I you did. ever have you ever watched the show Community? No, I have not, but I've heard of okay. it. Okay, because you're it. like, you remind me of uh, Allison Bree's character, Annie Edison, like the girl like in class who's like valedictorian, like <laughs> teaching everybody, giving them all the stuff. But you should watch it. It's hilarious. I, I it, just yeah. got into it and I'm already almost done through it. I know. But it's good. Yeah. But so we're, we're here at church. We're recording in person, like I said, which is nice uh, to be here because the energy is a little bit better mm-hmm. than over the phone not sure. to say it wasn't yeah, for the yeah, other yeah. people but yeah. i love being here in person yeah um so linda what i want to go back to like the el salvador thing like yeah. what brought you well what brought you to soul city yeah. and uh, how did you make the decision to go to el salvador yeah mm-hmm. for sure so i found out about soul city through my boyfriend mm-hmm. who found out through Laz. Okay. Oh, wow. Awesome. So shout out to Laz. Yeah. For mm-hmm. the plug. Um, and the first time we came, I was like, whoa. Like, <laughs> it just, I loved my previous church. It was great. But there was just something that I needed that was yeah. a little bit different. I feel like I was just transitioning to a new season. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is perfect. Right? Like, I always say, like, there is no random thing that happens. Yeah. Like, God always has a plan. And so um, Louis and I, who that's my boyfriend's name, we're like, okay, like, this is going to be your church. Like, mm. let's, yeah. let's make it happen. And so I've always kind of going to the El Salvador question. Mm-hmm. I always love to like do anything with community right. service. Like I always love to help people, like, you know, printing out stuff. You know, the simplest things I've always been that person. Mm-hmm. And so I always knew, okay, I always want, I want to do a missionary trip. I don't know how it's going to yeah. look, but I'm going to do one. And so when I heard of it, I was like, Oh, Sign me up. I'll do the interview, and then you know we'll go mm-hmm. from there. Yeah. So I knew it was in my heart, and so mm. it just the timing was so perfect, and I went, and it was amazing. I mean, I yeah. think I did get stung by a bee. You oh did. yeah, that's right. Oh my god! Had like three circles, and I was like, oh my god, my arm. But, but it that, was great. That was on the hike, right? Or when, when, when did you? No, you no. got stung uh, when you picked when we up were, the rock. Yeah, when I picked up the rock. Man. Oh my god! I was like, I'm gonna cancel that. that. That was the enemy. But I'm still gonna be picking up this rock. Yeah. Man, I'm telling you, there was one moment too when I was picking up those rocks that like. I don't know if it was just maybe almost dehydration or just like holding it, but like my fingers, 
like there was one moment where I picked one up, put it down, and then my finger like like just clo- like it went like that, stuck to my hand. Oh my and I was like, oh my gosh, oh my God. Like my mind being like a six, like I was saying, like, yeah. I was already thinking how I was going to live life. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I swear. I was thinking how I was going to go through the rest of my life. And I was coming to terms with it in those little, those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, it's stuck. I don't know. I think I ripped a vein. Did I like cut a vein, sever a vein inside? And like my hand was literally stuck like that. And I, and I started oh massaging it and then it like got back to normal, but I already was like, you I come to terms. <laughs> I come to terms with that it. Is I was so like, funny. "All right, I'm gonna live life like this." I've never heard that be- story before. Yeah, that no, it happened. <laughs> we because, and, share I, it. and I think yeah. it happened so quick like that because we were like on this mission trip. I was like, "You know, these people don't have a lot," and I'm complaining about. Th- I'll just live <laughs> like this, you know. For real, that's what went through my mind. Just being honest, <laughs> but that, that was is. rough. That was rough. That project. It was. Oh my oh, goodness. But it yeah. was. Oh man, like I still remember the pastor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the f- yeah, I always remember up. that he would share that he would wake up at three in the morning Man. to make bread, mm-hmm. do all that, Dude. and still like lead his church. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was like, whoa! Like I was so overwhelmed. Just mm-hmm. like you see God in right. different ways, and when I saw him, I was like, oh, that's yeah, God's love and just right so there. like happy with what the. I yeah. feel like that's the thing is like you know all the stuff that's going on around the world now. It's like I th- even with COVID, I th- I feel like I think back to like man, like we're, I'm in this, you know, condo and I'm good. I got my heat, my air condition, like we've got food. We're going to the store, like, and, and everybody's acting crazy out here. And I'm thinking back, I feel like that was having that experience always gives you like this thing, this, um, just perspective. this, this perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gives you that perspective that you can always go back to and know like, man, like, if I'm dealing like this and I'm feeling this way, but what about that person we saw like living on a concrete floor? And not just that, but that person that had the joy of the Holy spirit. Like that's every person in that community, even the, the ones that we went to like visit visit, Mm -hmm. the, like everyone, it was, it was joy and it was like just pure gratitude Mm -hmm. and love and yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, Yeah. man. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I love that trip. That was awesome. Yeah. And that night we all had together. Um, that was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just going around in that big circle, yeah. you know. Playing Uno. Right? Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but it's always good to have that, like, on it, like that makes me, that you just saying that to the perspective thing. It's like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, that is a different level of something you can always go back to. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah. So tell us a little bit about like yourself and how everything's going for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. So everything, thank God is going, doing, you know, going well, as yeah. I guess, as planned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you know, just like everyone else, COVID was not something that I was expecting. Mm-hmm. I had all these plans. I had all right. these ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were going to do a whole, uh, trip. you were going to yeah. like literally leave your job to travel. Yeah. I was, that yeah. was, that was the plan. And you know, COVID happened and I'm like, oh, just kidding. I'm going to stay wow. here because I need my yeah. insurance and I need yeah. a job. <laughs> you know, I need all these right. things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and I've been telling this to friends and I'm like, it's just crazy how God, th- how, how God works, mm. you know, mm. because I've really used this time to stay still. Right. Right. Um, cause I, if you know me, you know that I'm always like oh, yeah. jumping from moving. one place to another. <laughs> I'm always like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do right. that. And, but especially like the first couple of months when we were quarantined, I kind of freaked out a little bit. Wow. I was yeah. like, oh my God, what am I going to do? Like, and then God was like, okay, you need to relax yeah. okay? and just take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, and I really own that. And I would say, and I'm going to give a shout out to Chrissy, who's mm. like the director of the care ministry here yeah, at yeah. Um, Soul City. So be kind of when COVID was happening, when we kind of started hearing about it, she was managing the grief um, yeah. course. Yeah. And so, you know, because I was in my mindset that, oh, okay, I'm going to travel the world, you know, right. but I really want to, you know, resolve things that I have internally that I have not mm. yet, you know, forgiven or, you know, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I started taking the, the grieving class and it like, it was like a 180. Wow. Um, and it's so, the timing of it with COVID, it really just made me sit mm. on my grief. Yeah. And I've never, and when I talk about grief, I know for those of you listening. Mm. So yeah. I lost my mom when I was 12 years old. She had brain cancer mm. for probably 
most of my life. Like I, I always had this joke with my brother. Yeah, my home is um school, home, and the hospital. Wow. Just because of how often we would go, and so I never really knew what grieving was. Right. Like, and mm. I think because I was so young. But the interesting thing was that I was never angry at God. Mm. You know, like, oh, I always get that question, like, were you angry at God? And I'm like, I wasn't angry at him. And maybe it's because I was so young. Yeah. Um, But throughout those years, I don't really think that I, you know, I think I just buried it. I was like, okay, you know, my mom passed away, but I still have to yeah. you know, do my thing. And so I felt very responsible for other people. And I think that's wow. where the challenger, wow. <laughs> you know, the Enneagram number comes in. The fact that I felt like I needed to protect them, like, mm-hmm. You know, I started baking cakes. Like, I'm like, that's how I'm going to unite my family. Yeah. You know, my first cake, which was terrible, <laughs> was um, a Halloween cake. I remember I colored it like orange and purple. And, <laughs> and my dad was like, oh, you're, you're, you're baking? And I'm like, yeah, like, let's wow. all sit down. You know, like, I started yeah. doing those little things. Um, but at the same time, I wasn't really dealing with the real mm. issue. Wow. And so... You know, when I was like thinking I'm going to do the solo trip, like it's going to be my big moment. Yeah. COVID happened. But that grieving class, mm-hmm. whoa, like it just opened a wave wow. of things that I had no idea were even in there. So you thought you needed to travel the world. Yeah. But you had to travel within. Within. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah. And, and it's funny because I think that's the episode title. <laughs> Traveling within. Traveling within. <laughs> um, and it's funny because. You know, I think about it, I'm like, I have to do something physical, yeah, right, in order for yeah, me to change right. something. But God was like, oh, no, no, like, you wow. can stay where you're at. Like, Man. I'm going to walk you through mm. what you have wow. to deal with. So good. But I still want to travel, though. Yeah, yeah, of <laughs> right. course, yeah. But, but, but now you'll be, you'll be, yeah, you'll be, yeah, ready in a different way. Yeah. You know, man, that's good. What was the, uh, like, biggest revelation you had in that? whole class because I'm in it right now and I'm like oh my gosh I'm discovering things about like my childhood and myself that like I didn't I had never made those links before so it's yeah the the um the curriculum is so good and how it's like laid out but yeah what was like the biggest thing that you discovered about yourself man well you know aside from the fact that I said that I was really like digging those mm-hmm. feelings yeah. up and then you kind of have like triggers right mm-hmm. and like you kind of understanding that but there was one activity I don't know if you've done it before and I hope I'm not killing it for you but <laughs> there was one activity where you had to do a map right or yeah. where you think there was a miscommunication yeah. mm. and I was like oh man like I'm really you know this is me trying to dig my emotions right. like what happened like what what was it and I remembered that um there, well there was like multiple but there was one time that I was helping my mom like shower and she mm-hmm. fell. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like I couldn't help my mom. So my mom was taking mm. steroids at one point because mm. of, you know, cancer. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I failed her. It's my fault. Mm. And I never told her that. And I'm wow. like, oh my God, like, you know, because I was just so overwhelmed yeah. and trying to like help other people at the time that I didn't realize that, whoa, like that impacted me. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it was just that, like that activity, like brought up so many different experiences. Yeah. And I was mm. like, I was just amazed. And I was like, oh my God, it's only God doing this because wow. right. <laughs> there's no way I would sit down and think about these yeah. things. Um, so it's, yeah, for anyone that is like dealing with grief, I definitely, definitely recommend that class. Yeah. Yes. Do you think that impacts how you help people now? Yeah, I, for sure. For sure. I think now, um, I'm very observant. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I catch, like, you know, sometimes people are very surfacey, but I'm, I right. like to really dig into yeah, my yeah. You know, I, Probably like the questions that I ask you guys. Because <laughs> <know, laughs> like, I, I really, I'm very, in, I'm more intentional. Mm-hmm. right? And I think because we were all grieving together, right. no one really did that for me. So I'm like, mm. if I could do that for someone else, like yeah. I'm down, you know, like I'm, I'm willing to, to help out in any way that I can. Right. Mm. That's so good. I'm like trying to get this thing to, s- there we go. <laughs> we got Technical these arms, so I'm, no, I'm like trying to get it to like stay right in front of me here. Mm. So Linda's like watching me play around <laughs> with it. Um, no, that's really good, man, because I feel like there are so many things, like even until I started therapy, I didn't realize there were so many things that like, even now I'm, I'm like just in regular conversations, it's always a self discovery. Like yeah. if you go there though, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you have to, and sometimes it's not intentional, but like if you allow yourself to be open enough to yeah. get there, 
like you can almost answer those things for yourself and realize like, oh, wow, like it just took talking about this for a couple minutes in order to unlock something else. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so interesting how that happens because I always feel like I'm going into therapy and then by the end of it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, like mm. now I realize I was yeah. in the wrong with this or now I realize like why have I been feeling like that all the mm-hmm. time? Yeah. Like yeah. I shouldn't be. I was uh, talking to someone the other day and she said there's – at first she said, you know, men are like waffles and women are like spaghetti. And I was like, what? <laughs> but I think all, really all waffles. of us are, right, I know. Because like if, you know, if you're pouring the like syrup into the waffles, then you can pour it into its little like mm, square and it doesn't yeah. kind of like pour over. But with spaghetti, everything is just like mixed together. You can't tell one thing apart from the other. And that's like kind of how... You know, like we start out as kids and like we go through all of these things and then like years later we're acting a certain way and we're like, why the heck am I doing this? And it's like, wait, it's all, it's like in the spaghetti somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a reason it's all connected. It really is. I, um, some of my friends, I think probably get annoyed with me and probably my boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> when I ask them certain questions or I observe things. Cause yeah. then, you know, I reach out to them and say, Hey, that's your trigger, mm. you know? Mm. And, um, and obviously, like, I say it in a very loving yeah. kind of way. Um, and I'll be like, that's that's a trigger. You know, think of, and I, I always love asking this question, think about something that you could tie back this to. Right. Like, um, what do you think led you to believe that now? Like, what lie yeah. of the enemy led you to believe that yes. now? Wow. Um, and that's very honest. Like, one of my really good friends, um, she talked about, how sometimes she felt like she wasn't very smart, you know, mm-hmm. as an adult, like she feels dumb. And I'm like, who told you that you were dumb? Right. Like, mm-hmm. who, who said that to you? Right. And she literally pick-pointed to a teacher that told mm-hmm. her that. Wow. Um, and that's a very common story. Yeah. You know? My yeah. mom has that exact story. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's things that you might be like, oh, that doesn't matter at the moment. Mm-hmm. But then it comes back when you're an mm-hmm. adult and you're like, exactly. oh my God, I remember that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because in the first episode that we did, I talked about my self-doubt. And then that was before I started therapy. And then there was one one session in therapy that I had because I always felt this sense of rejection or like making myself smaller. Yeah. Whenever I walk into a room, I automatically become smaller because I get like, oh, like I'm already in that mindset that like I'm going to be rejected. I'm not like, you know, I'm not good enough or I'm not whatever. And I pinpointed it back to when I was in high school and I had a baseball was my whole life and I tried out like we I was part of a team that won a summer state championship and then I was going into junior year thinking like okay like you know I still went through the tryout gave it all like but thinking like okay since I was a part of that team that won right like that was the team that was supposed to be the varsity team now and I didn't make the team and I was like what the heck like and there was one specifically one person who I was like, he didn't even play, like, he didn't even make the team sophomore year or whatever, and now he's, like, on varsity. Like, you know, so all these things, right, you make up. But I pinpointed it back to the re- where it all started was I walked into the coach's office and I asked him, like, what, like, why I didn't make the team. And basically he didn't really, he, like, glossed over it, didn't really give me an explanation. He just said, you know, sometimes it's, like, time to put, put up your pool or hang up your spikes and like but I was letting somebody who like didn't know me like tell me that Mm -hmm. that was going to be the rest of my life Mm. that I wasn't going to play baseball I wasn't good long story short yeah I went through because it and I started breaking down in this session because I I said you don't know like people don't know and he'll never know what it is and maybe he had his own things in life but in that moment I felt like no one knows what it's like to wake up every day yep. thinking that he's going to call me or send some, send an email to me mm. like saying he made a mistake, I'm on the team. Or thinking if somebody gets hurt, they'll call me, right? Now thinking back, it's like, oh, I'm sure they had their reserves. Just because somebody hurt, they're not going to pick somebody and say, oh, you're on the team now, right? But that was in my mind. Like all these things I was making up to say, like there's still hope. Mm. Waking up with this hope every day now looking back to know like it was never coming you know what I mean and putting myself just making myself tender to that and like watching like basically he made the decision for me that I wasn't going to have the same relationships with those certain friends Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to be a teammate anymore to them you know so that really was a defining moment where like rejection first entered my life 
long story short, I trained really hard, moved to Florida, played for a really good school, got recruited, whatever. But that moment was, it never left me until Mm -hmm. now where I'm starting to heal it. But Mm -hmm. it was just like, I, when I remembered that I broke down Mm -hmm. and it felt so true and so real because it wasn't something I was making up. It was literally the the moment that I realized when it started. Mm. Yeah, you, it's, it's like just a heaviness. crazy. It's like yeah. Heavy, like, I, like, there's moments, and I would say, like, now I could talk about my mom's death, like, a lot more. Right. Um, you know, I could talk about the fact that I was depressed for such a long time. Wow. And, you know, but before, if you were to ask me that, I would just cringe, mm. you know, and it's shame, you know, like, right. shame yeah. is, like, a big thing of that, too. Um, and I think that's why, as, you know, as Christians, as people that love God, we have to be very intentional right. when we talk to people. Like we're sometimes really quick to judge like, mm-hmm. Oh, why is that yeah. person? So why does she have trust issues? Or why does mm. like, yeah. you just don't know. Like, yeah. I think for me for a long time, um, I think people question like, you know, why are you so iffy about people? Like, right. why is it that you struggle to trust people? And it's like, you know, and because of that grieving class, I mm-hmm. came to understand that because of my mom's death, I felt like, at first, it's kind of weird to explain, but, like, I felt like I needed to forgive my mom, which is so odd, right? Yeah. You can't really control death, but right. you're, like, you know, I was thinking, like, why did you have to leave me? I was only 12, you know, I was mm. your only daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, like, a trust issue. Yeah. Like I can't trust people because eventually they'll leave. Wow. Yeah. And so I'm, like, that that was a big trigger, you know? And it's, like, when people would tell me things, I'm, like, oh, man, like, is that my fault? Like, mm. But it's like, no, like, you don't know my whole story. Only God right. knows my story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's completely fine. Yeah. You know? I, I love my friends. I love my family. But it's you have to be intentional. You can't mm-hmm. jump into conclusions. Like, people are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you don't like it. But yeah. there's always, like, the reason as to why. Like, what's the story behind mm-hmm. that, behind yeah. that, that yeah. action? Wow. Um, one of my, like, best friends, she lost her mom a couple years ago. And... She was talking about the same thing. She's like, I don't know why I'm mad at her for leaving. She couldn't do anything about it, but you're right. It does create this idea that like people are always going to leave. I can't trust anyone to stay if I can't trust my own mom, especially. Yeah. So, um, how did you start like building up trust for people again? (laughs) It's Mm. a long time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think I would say, um, consistency that's a big thing for me um and you know like like i said some of my friends (laughs) will probably laugh when i say some of these things because consistency is so important for me so um i've had like quote unquote best friends Mm. you know um, throughout my life Mm -hmm. but my best friend now like amy oh my god like she's been so consistent we met in high school she's actually the one that um god definitely used her um, and still obviously using her now, but she's the one that invited me to her church. Wow. Um, and that's when I remember the first time I went to her church, I felt like it was a concert. Cause you know, I, I grew up Catholic yeah, yeah. and you know, you get like, Oh my God, like, yeah, there's <laughs> right? a live band here. Yeah. You know, like you kind of just start, you know, or even the preachings. I'm like, Oh my God, like they're actually talking to something that I could, mm. you know, like right. feel that it's right. Me. Right. Um, and so I would say that she was a big factor of wow. me trusting people. And I think during our, our friendship, the first years, I think I was on the edge mm-hmm. a little bit. Because I'm like, okay, like, when is she going to leave? Like, when is she going to leave? Um, but, I mean, she's still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow. So I would say her. And then my relationship with my dad. Like, mm. I mean, you guys mm. know I talk yeah. about my dad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But him, just the consistency of being a father. Yeah. Um, you know, once my mom passed away, he was still a dad. Exactly. And, and he loves me and he's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so I would say, and other people too, but those are the two individuals that I would say are very consistent. One of my brothers, he's in mm-hmm. Texas now, super consistent. We're like best friends, yeah. mm-hmm. best gifs ever. We should be <laughs> best gifs ever. Um, and the best jokes. Um, I feel bad for my sister-in-law because like, sometimes I'm like, we annoy her, but right. we're just oh so gosh. close. That's <laughs> yeah. good though. Um, That's good. So, so I would say that. And obviously romantically, my current boyfriend, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like. Current? He'll s- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had other boyfriends, you know, let's be honest here. Um, but he's just been like, I, it's so funny because I laugh to myself now, but he'll tell me like, you could trust me, you know, like, mm. yeah. like, and it's like, man, like he's oh, such, he's very aware of my yeah. like triggers mm-hmm. that he'll stop me in the mm. moment and be like, mm. Hey, I'm not that guy. I'm not that person. Like wow. I'm 
this person right. trust me and i'm like oh my god thank you so much oh my gosh <laughs> to be with someone who's like also in the work of it and can like yeah. you can really like talk to each other about it it's not just like a fight about it like you can help each other get underneath the surface yeah. in it and be like hey like i'm not you know you're creating this story about me yeah you know i'm not that person that's what like i've realized is so special about us is like we we we're both starting from the same place and so it's like it just makes everything easier like we were saying before like you're you always have like an end goal in mind you you're always searching yeah. for the same thing mm -hmm. and it just like yeah it just makes everything so much yeah better um, yeah, yeah. And it goes back to God's timing because mm -hmm. I yeah. always see them like if I would have met you before, like mm, right. I probably would not been this mature, you know, or you <laughs> uh -huh. probably wouldn't have been this mature. But it but it takes it's not an instant thing, right? Like oh, Rome wasn't sure. built in a day. Like yeah. it's not like day one we were being like super deep talking mm -hmm. about all these conversations. Like mm -hmm. it takes time, right? Um, just like with other romantic or like friendships and things like that. But yeah, I think when I think about how I was able to build my trust, mm. once obviously it took years, but. Right. But it was these individuals that really just stay there yeah. like in my bad moments, my ugly moments, mm -hmm. my great moments. Like they were there. Yeah. Um, and it's actually kind of funny. But I, th I think, I, yeah, I told you guys before, um, I actually got hit by a bus yeah, <laughs> yeah. in Hong Kong um, like three years ago. My goodness. And I was by myself. And um, I'll be on, I'll be very honest. I was like, oh, my God. Like I to this day, I don't remember what happened. Wow. And I probably will scary. never know just because of your brain trying yeah. to protect you. Um, but all I remember was walking down the street. I was heading to I was eating dumplings. And then mm. I was like, I'm going to go to the museum. I'm going to check it out. They had like a national museum there. And then everything went black. Wow. And were the dumplings good? Can you remember that? <laughs> they were probably not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ordered the wrong thing. So um, I don't know what it was, but I had ordered the wrong thing. Because mm. obviously, I you know I don't know the language. Right. And um, the person that was helping me didn't know English. Mm. So she actually gave me hot water. So I didn't realize that over there, when you ask for water, they give you hot water. Oh, and I wow. was like, oh, okay. It, obviously, I wasn't going to be a jerk. And yeah. you know, right. I was like, <laughs> like let me find some ice. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to fight you guys. Like, it's not good. Um, but yeah, I, I remember waking up in the ambulance. Wow. And I was strapped. And um, they're like, oh, Linda. And I'm like, I started crying. You know my name? Like, how do you know my wow. name? Because I was in shock. And they're like, you, um, I couldn't move. And they started cutting my favorite jacket, which I'll admit, once I got back to America, to the U.S., I bought that same jacket. Oh Target. my goodness. <laughs> it was a blue jacket. I remember. <laughs> um, and you know, I was the first thing that I was thinking, I'm like, Oh my God, did I break something? What happened? And they're like, Oh, you got hit by a double decker bus. And oh my, like, oh, no. oh, you got hit by. Yeah. Like, and I was like, <gasps> I was still so much in shock that I just, I think like a million thoughts were coming. Yeah. Wow. In my head. Um, and so they did like, uh, cat scans. They did all these things. I, vaguely remember it to be honest yeah um they put me in a room and i freaked out because the lady next to me didn't have an eye and i was like oh my oh god my like goodness, i was just freaking yeah. out so then i was like okay like linda you gotta get it together you already got hit by your yeah. bus like what's the next step so i called my best friend amy and i was like okay amy. Oh i'm like goodness i'm like i think i texted her it was like, it was like you know obviously with the time change i think it was yeah. really uh -huh. and i was like i got hit by a bus Oh my goodness. And then I had texted my boyfriend too, but I was like, I'm not texting my family because I don't want them to freak out. Right. Yeah. The worst parents' nightmare. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, and talking about consistency, yeah. not, like Amy's the type of person, like, she'll go around the world five million times for mm. you to, goodness. like, you know, she just just her level of loyalty. Yeah. And she had a friend in Hong Kong and she's like, I'm going to call oh him. Oh my gosh. And I'm going to see for him to, like, help you at least, like, wow. to check on you, get yeah. your stuff from the hostel. Not a lot of people do that. No, yeah. not a lot of people have friends in Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, Amy's <laughs> a very special case. She knows that people around <laughs> the world. But just like I could, even though it was via the phone, like I could feel like yeah. her energy that mm. like I got your back. Yeah. Mm. Um, and my boyfriend, I think he was like, did you really get hit by a bus? Because I didn't always joke around too much. You yeah. know? This is like when things happen, but he freaked out. And I'm like, do not tell my family. Wow. Um, so I ended up with a bad concussion. Mm really bad i was bruised up yeah. but i didn't break anything that's that's amazing, amazing. Did, uh, did it clip you or did it like so what like so what they told me was oh my goodness so i was it my right side was in like a lot of pain and mm. i actually had most of my bruises there yeah. and i had bruises like on my hand for some reason 
So they said that most likely based on my, like, you know, whatever, the different, like, um, injuries in my body, yeah. it hit my right side, and I flew, I, I don't know exactly to, you know, my the height, but, and fell on my left side. Mm. <sighs> and so they told me that most likely I was out for, like, a good 40 minutes. Oh and I was like, man, 40 minutes, I probably went up there to God and be like, God, please, like, yeah. <laughs> give me another chance, man. I really, wow, you know. Man. Um, but all jokes aside, like, I was really scared. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I was going to ask you, like, what, what it, like, what's that experience like just being in an ambulance in another country and then, like, the hospital system, all that? Like, well, you know what? I will say this. It was very cheap. Very, very cheap. I was going to be like, what's the bill like over it was there? Very, very cheap. Wow. Um, they, so the a bus representative came and spoke to me. He's like, hey, we'll take care of it. And I was like, okay, great. Um, yeah, but when I was, I was checking out, <laughs> yeah, I, st- I was there for a night. Um, and when I was checking out, I was like, hey, so this happened. Can you please, you know, blah, blah, blah. They were not very helpful. Mm. And I was like, you know what? Money is money. I'm alive. I don't care about right, suing. I right. don't care about my pride or whatever. I'm just going to pay for this. It was $500. Wow. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God, thank for God. For CAT scans and Everything. ambulance ride. And yeah. Wow. wow. And so, and it was really great service, too. They yeah. were super nice. Um, I'll be honest, they didn't really want to let me go because they're like, you know, you can't really, you know, because mm-hmm. I was going back to Japan. Well, with a concussion, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. with a concussion, yeah. were there any after effects for you with that? Yeah, so I think probably after that accident, a good year i was wow. pretty traumatized wow. Like, wow um i i remember walking to work after i was like back home yeah and they had taken a stop sign and i was like oh dang mm. you know, like i need this stop sign <laughs> you mm. know because i'm yeah. like crossing the street was very scary to me yeah Oof, and man. i remember i was crossing the street and i flinched yeah and i went like i moved my hands and i saw a green bus wow and how I put my hands made me realize that I probably did that as a like a out of like a self defense right. feeling because I was really scratched from my hands. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. Um, so that was scary. But even then I was very like, oh my God, like one, I made this and that's because God has a bigger purpose. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. I think it was that time in my life that I was still dealing with like depression. I was still dealing yeah. with all these things. And it was God kind of waking me up, like, wow. hey, like, you survived this, like, wow. imperfect, like, yeah, mm-hmm. your brain is a little injured, but you survived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you need to yeah. get it together. I was going <laughs> to say, like, we had this pastor on, Reverend uh, Daniel Christian Bradley, who was on, and he's been, you know, he shares his story that he was in, it, there was a time where he was in the hot, like, literally yeah. lived in the hospital for years um, with, with infirmities and things like that, and he said that his dad... Who I don't think he really was talking to a lot at the time had come to see him. And he told him, like, you know, just plainly, like, the Lord didn't save you just to save you. What is it that he told you to do for the kingdom? Mm. So if I were to pose that question for you, maybe in that time, or if or you looking back on it, what do you feel like God was telling you or is still telling you? Well, I think at that time what he was really telling me was that hey, Linda, like, you're worth it. Mm. Like, you're mm. worth me fighting for you. Right. Um, mm. But I, I had, a, and this is, a, I think I probably share this with you guys, but I had a dream. Um, so God really, you know, God speaks to us in different ways. Yeah. Right? Right. And yeah. I'm very creative. And I learned that God gave me that gift. Yeah. And dreams and, you know, dreams are very creative sometimes. Mm-hmm. So God really speaks to me that way. And I remember after that, I was just like really shook. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, what's my purpose? Like, you know, what's going on? And I had a dream that I was in my mom's funeral. Mm. I was young and I was with my brother, my brother that's in Texas. And he gave me a letter Mm. and he's like, hey, this is for you. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, I'm opening it as a kid. And it said, August 18, 1992 didn't happen by mistake. Keep going. God, that's my birthday. And I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. I just got chills, man. That's very vivid. And I I crack up now because I'm Wait, like, what's your birthday again? August 18, 1992. August 18, 1992. And I crack up. Nine days and <laughs> a year after <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, because you're in August 82. Wow. Um, and I crack up about it now because I'm like, man, God knows that I sometimes struggle to listen mm. because mm. of like 
or hum- humanity, mm. right? Like mm. sometimes I'm like, oh, okay, like was that God or is that me or you know? Yeah. And I think he had to give me like a really specific mm. yes. dream, like okay, Linda, like if you don't get this, I don't know what's going yes. on. Yes. Eight eighteen. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time <laughs> shall not be compared to the glory that will be revealed in you. Ooh. Romans eight eighteen. Oh my God! Look at that. Keep that for you. Thank you. Romans eight eighteen. <laughs> That's my favorite scripture. Mind you. Wow. Oh my God. Look yeah. at that. Wow. That's amazing. O- only God does these yeah. things. Yeah. Right. Um, wow. But so, you know, it was more like, hey, like, you're worth it. Mm. Like, I'm you're, I'm literally fighting for you. And at the time, I was at my previous church. Yeah. And we had a pastor come in um, to speak. He, oh my God. He's just amazing. Amazing. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go up to him and be like, if he could give me a word, cause you know, yeah. I'm kind of lost here, <laughs> you know, desperate, yeah, yeah. desperate yes. measures, you know, you, you just go in mm-hmm. there and you ask for help. Right. And he gave me a word and I started just crying. He's, I just was like, whoa, like, you know, I, I tend, this, I, this is why I brought my journal, right? Yeah, cause like, yeah. I tend to like, just when people tell me certain things that I know that's right, from God, right. but yeah. you know, sometimes <laughs> it's not, my being nothing bad. <laughs> Um, I wrote it down, but I remember he told me, he's like, your brain is the most powerful thing that mm. you have. Wow. You're very creative. Wow. And the enemy was trying to push you out of that wow. road because mm. God had bigger things for you. Mm. And mm. I was like, whoa, like, he's like, God literally lifted you right. during that moment. Yeah. Like wow. his angels, like you were not, you were supposed to die, yeah. but wow. God had other plans. And I wow. was like, so I was like, you know, just pouring. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wow, like. You know, just how things go, and it, it was crazy. But I would say eventually I started coming back to, quote-unquote, like, normal new. Mm. Like, I really started being more intentional. Right. And, um, and obviously it wasn't easy because there's nothing really easy in life, no. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it definitely, it was one of those moments that changed my life. Right. For sure. Wow. Man. Yeah. So where do you feel like that puts you now? Looking back on everything, like, you know, you say that it changed your life. In what ways now do you feel like you're just thriving in? Yeah, I would say, one, obviously my relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know. And I think during our small group, we talked about being vocal when mm-hmm. we pray. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God sometimes teases me. You know, I think he has a funny humor mm-hmm. um, that, you know, I'll be like, yeah, God, I was praying in my head, you know, I was doing this, and he's like, no, 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 like, I hear you when you're yeah. praying, but do you hear yourself? Mm. And I'm like, ooh, mm. I probably don't. Wow. <laughs> um, so, you know, being more, you know, how can I better my relationship with God, and how does yeah. that look, and, you know, obviously, when I pray, I'm very vocal of mm-hmm. it, and sometimes when God is like, okay, Linda, you gotta pray for that person, I'm like, oh, you know, they really have to, you know, because sometimes mm. it's, it's like, you know, you kind of get a little bit embarrassed, and it's like, no, you got to pay for that person. Wow. Like, okay, so listening better, doing that. Um, and always something that I would say when we think about, like, the players, right? Like, mm-hmm. the people that God puts in our lives, either our nuclear family, our yeah. friends. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you have to do? Like, where th- obviously you have a role in, yeah. that, in that, but how is God using you? And, you know, when I think about my family, kind of like, you know, I'll protect them. You right. know, I pray mm-hmm. for them. I'm like, you might not be praying, but I'm praying. You know, like <laughs> my brother in Texas, he almost got into a car accident wow. um, a few months ago. And I, you know, I was t- thinking to myself, like, I pray for you every day. Mm. Like, mm. I always like, you know, I, I'm always very detailed with my prayers. Yeah. And it's like, that was God, you know, or wow. like just different things that happen. Um, so I think another thing that aside from like building and, you know, strengthening my relationship with God is also like my role in my family in yeah. my future generations. Like mm. I always have a prayer about my future generations. Mm. Like mm. I will not know you cause we'll most likely yeah. I will not be on this <laughs> earth yeah. by the time, you know, whatever happens, but, um, praying for my generations and also my past generations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's something that wow. whatever that they did, mm. whether it was right, wrong, whatever, like I pray for them. That's good. Even if I didn't know them. Mm. Wow. And so, yeah, when I think about like like I just want something new for yeah. my family, I'm like I mm. run towards it. Yeah. yeah. I wow. was uh listening to a sermon a couple of days ago and he was talking about Job and um you know how Satan had to go ask God for permission to to harm him and he said something like 
he already has uh, like like a hedge over him. And the preacher was like, how would Satan know it, that he already had a hedge over him mm-hmm. if he didn't try to attack him already? Mm. And he's like, you, when when you have a hedge over yourself, you have it over your household. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you, you're covering your family, mm-hmm. even for people who are like, I don't want that. I don't need that. You're still covering them. Right. Like that is, that's like the gracious power of God that he can like, he, he uses your faithfulness for the people around you. Mm. Like how amazing is that? Like your brother and that both of you almost got killed in a, by a car and, and you're both still alive. Like, because of, and who knows why, who knows how, but, like, that was that was the Lord saving you, telling yeah. you, like, yeah, you're worth it. I have you here for more. And we were talking, me and Julian, about, like, we both have been through near-death experiences. Yeah. And to me, it's, like, how, how easy would it have been if one thing had gone differently, neither of us would be here. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, how can you not, first of all, how can you not believe in in the lord's power but like you he saved you for a reason Mm -hmm. like he wants you here and he wants you here because something that he has could only be done through you Mm. like that's just what i have to hold on to Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for sure and even when things don't look as bright Mm -hmm. (laughs) as you you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. you you will like them too um that's kind of like you know there's so many promises that god has for us um and that's why I say, like, things do happen for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes people ask me now as an adult, like, are you, you know, are you, do you cry about your mom? Like, are you, I know you say you were not mad at God, but are you mad at God now as an adult that you're able to comprehend what mm. that is? And I'm like, you know, there are times that I do cry about for my mom, but mm. it's not because, oh man, like, it's out of, it's not pain, but mm. it's just like, man, like, she loved me, you know, right. when, when she had, um, when she had me, she was really sick mm. and she fought through it. Wow. You know, like I think from what my dad had told me, she had cancer when I was, you oh know, wow. she was pregnant yeah. me, and they said, well, you know, you can, she can, you can have an abortion or, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my mom decided, no, like I'm having my kid. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, and that's what I hold on to when I think about like the trust issues or like forgiving. Mm. I'm like, yo, like this lady really, <laughs> right. like yeah. she didn't even know me. She yeah. just had me in her stomach for like nine months and wow. she like sacrificed herself wow. you know, eventually. Oh so I think about that and then I'm like, the going back to the players, like the people that God puts in your life. And I'm like, I have to clinch on right. to that because I'm like, that's something that was passed on to me mm. that I have to move forward. Right. You know, when I think about my mm. nephews, when I think about my nieces, like my brothers, my dad, I'm like, no, like we have to keep, we have to break chains, right? Because mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. always chains that are in families and yeah. generational curses and things like that. But it's like you have to be so aware. And I'm like, you know, maybe my dad, my mom passing away was painful, but it was such a domino effect. Mm. And obviously I'm not seeing that. I didn't see that at the time, but I am seeing it now. Like there was a purpose to that. Even if it was so sad and devastating, like there was something that had to happen. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to die. Right. Mm. Like, let's be honest. Like that's something Mm -hmm. that's not guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you'll be rich one day. Who knows? But you're (laughs) definitely, we're all definitely going to die. Right. Um, and so with me, it was more of like, I'm not angry at God. I'm just going with the flow. Right. You know? mm-hmm. When Man. you were in like the season of depression before you got hit by the bus, what was like, what was the, the damaging thoughts that were there that were like, just kept weighing you down and keeping you stuck in that season? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was always, I'm not enough. You know, like, and I don't, and I try to kind of point back as to what that that was. I mean, yeah. obviously, there was a lot of stuff that happened mm-hmm. after I passed away, but it was like I'm not enough, I'm not smart enough, like, um, you know, I'm not able to um, have a purpose. You know, it was just those thoughts yeah. that were really weighing me down. But for some reason, and this is why I say like it's only God. Mm-hmm. There was some hope. Mm. You know, like there was still some right. like light in me that I was like, Linda, just keep going. Right. Like, what mm. else can you do? Like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I don't think I ever thought about committing suicide, but I think I was just so like depressed. Mm. And I w- and I'll be admit, all the people that are around me probably didn't know because I'm very like when I yeah. was depressed. And I think as a society, we're doing such a better job 
in realizing that depression is not just you being sad mm. in your room exactly. um, or you not talking to people. Yeah. Like you could be up, you could be yeah. you know, functional depression. Yeah. yeah. Like, and that was me. Like I was super functional. Mm. You know, I would stay busy cause that was right. one of my mechanisms. Now I'm just busy cause I like it. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, my, my friends didn't know, you know, that yeah. I was depressed cause I did such a good job in covering it up. Wow. Um, but, but yeah, it was just that hope that God was like, you know, in my head, I'm like, even though I'm not enough, for some reason, God is trying to tell me that I am, but I'm trying to figure out how that looks. Right. Right. Um, so that's what kept put and my family, like my dad, like mm-hmm. just I'm like, I can't be in the state. Like I can't be in the state. Like I have to do more for my family. Mm. Um, so they're really like my big yeah. foundation mm-hmm. that I think kept me going. Wow. Mm. Wow. That's good, mm. man. So when when you we're battling those damaging thoughts. And I know you mentioned a little bit about keeping going because of your family and everything, but you know, and you went, you went through the small group that we did. Yeah. But what, what more can you tell us about those true Norths for yourself? Like what more are you holding on to even today? Like when you think about maybe even getting into that kind of mode of, or if you feel a depression coming on or however you feel that, that darkness wanting to, you know, come back in in some form or fashion or whatever it is. Because I know you've been through a lot. Like, you've seen a lot of different things. Like, you know, your your boyfriend uh, just lost a family member mm-hmm. as well, too. So you've had to hold a lot of space for people as well, too. And, and sometimes that's a lot on us. Yeah. But what are those true norths that you're still, like, utilizing other than family? I would say... I mean, obviously, family's a big one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I talk about my family a lot. Yeah. Um, and... You know, it's just crazy when you think about how much love you could, mm-hmm. you know, have for people. Um, but I would also say um, just holding really on to who God made me to be. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. like I see myself a certain way, but God sees me in a different way. Right. right? Like how he's building me. And I think it's more of me just pushing through in the sense of like, I know I'm supposed to be mm-hmm. this. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but God knows. <laughs> And I just keep thinking about that promise of mm-hmm. like, I know God is using me, but there's something big right. that's coming and mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. no idea what it is. And mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, that's the fun part of life, right? That you just don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that there's something big. And when that big things happen, when that big thing happens, people are going to be impacted. Mm-hmm. right? And they're going to be able to see God's face wow. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, we- yeah, it's really weird to explain because I'm like, there's not obviously i'm being very vague but it's just a feeling that it's there yeah um that i'm like if i give up i'm not only giving up for my family you know giving up my family but also god you know like god has done so much and obviously i'm so imperfect obviously Mm. i got hit by a bus you know (laughs) know, things like that um but you know can't see i guess i can't cross the street you know things like that (laughs) but um gotta wear them reflectors on 24 7 (laughs) i need like five eyes um but the fact that he's just loved me wow. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and that's why I'm like with my mom, like kind of what I shared, I'm like, she loved me so much. And I'm yeah. like, God loves me like 10 times more than Man. that. And I'm like, mm. whoa, like, and that's scary to think about, you mm-hmm. know, at least for me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Oh my God, like someone really loves me that much, mm. you know? So it's more of me not putting, um, failing him. Mm. You know, I think that's really, what do you put is. a lot of pressure on yourself to live up to that? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I was just talking to my boyfriend about this yesterday. <laughs> um, but I do. And, but I'm learning to like be normal mm. about it, yeah. you know, cause obviously I'm not a robot. Mm-hmm. I'm not a superhero, mm-hmm. nothing of that right. nature. Um, but it's a reminder yeah. that, yeah. you know, like if something were to not go right as to mm. what I'm doing, other people are going to be impacted. Yeah. You know? So what do you do? Like, what do you do for yourself to have that quiet like what does what does I guess being in that that calmer state look like for you um this is really funny because I've been talking about this my cricket machine yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, I love making things. yeah because you talk about the creative stuff yeah so like yeah what it, like that along with what else is your outlet for sure making stuff mm. like um, that's why I'm like, hey guys, if you guys need wedding stuff, I'm yeah, here for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> um, no choice. I need some podcast stuff for sure. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I um I love making things. Mm-hmm. Um, when friends ask me like, "Oh, can you help me with this?" I'm like, "Yep, yep." Like, and wow. I think probably they're like, "Why is she so excited?" <laughs> you know. But it's like one, I'm exercising the gift that right, God gave me, right. and another one is that I'm kind of detaching myself mm. from the regular mm. stuff. Yeah. Um. So there's definitely that. Milo, my cat. Obviously, I'm not yeah. gonna come <laughs> to this podcast without talking about my cat. Yes. I love him. <laughs> is crazy but <laughs> obviously um and like just getting into new activities yeah. like i joined a book club with one of my really awesome. friends um and learning things mm-hmm. criminal minds mm-hmm. yes really good show <laughs> i bought the last three seasons my brother makes oh fun of me gosh. for that but yeah <laughs> um you gotta watch what's the one a uh, mind hunter oh my oh i have seen those oh, oh yes, i love I that show <laughs> there's not gonna be a third season just to let <laughs> are you oh, serious yeah. i've been waiting for that no, i think because of budgeting reasons oh, so. oh, i love that that excited. show was good i don't get into like those slow burner kind yeah. of things but that was good that one was a good show but keep going i could talk about it all day um, so it's just also just learning new things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. I'm like, I, I'm still pushing myself and I recently, um, just got a new job. I got promoted. Yeah. That's um, awesome. And Congrats. There's a story to officially. That <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and there's even a story to that. I had, you know, and I think kind of talking a little bit more about like my career. Mm-hmm. Um, last year I was really feeling stuck. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, God, okay, like, kind of going, I know I always talk a lot, sorry, guys, um, but, like, <laughs> going back to El Salvador, when we, and I think I shared this with the mm-hmm. group, um, I had been, you know, we were volunteering, right. and, you know, on our way to, you know, back home, you know, to our hotel, um, the bus rides, right, I yeah. always use that time to, like, pray, kind of digest, and I remember literally God telling me, all right, like, the energy that you, like, mm-hmm. are building here, like, yeah. what you're setting here. I want you to go back home and use it, mm. but not in the job that you're in. Wow. And I was like, oh, man, I can't quit my job. You know, I'm like, about my bills. <laughs> I just I kept know. thinking about that. Um, so I'm like, okay, God, okay, I'll, I'll listen, mm. kind of, you know, whatever I felt like listening mm. to. So I remember coming back, and, man, like, things were, like, jumping at me at work that I was like, I hate this. I mean, mm-hmm. not that I hate my job, but it was just certain things that – um. I felt it like Keep going. <laughs> Look, the lights just turned on. <laughs> that I felt like um, God was like pushing me, like, "Hey, mm-hmm. like if you're not gonna do it, I'm gonna help you make them." Yeah. And I was like, "Please don't do that." And I remember I had applied for a job. Um, I was really excited. It was about it was on the corporate relations side. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh my god, I really want to do this." I yeah. didn't get the job, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh man, okay, maybe not this. You know, this is not it." So that's when I was like, I'm going to travel the world and, you know, figure things yeah. out. And then God was like, just kidding. You're not going to do that. <laughs> um, so it just happened that um, my current manager, mm-hmm. she was doing a like a road show to talk yeah. about our different volunteer programs wow. in one of my team, you know, meetings. She's like, hey, if you know of anyone that's interested. And I was like, what? Like, mm. that was the first time that I heard about it. So then I talked to my my director my at the time. He was so awesome. Yeah. Super like he was just awesome great person very he cares about the employees and i told him and he's like you need to apply wow. you know he's like i know you didn't get the job last go around it's basically the same job mm. just different parts of the company yeah um but you need you should do it and i was like oh my god he's so awesome <laughs> um so i lagged a little bit in applying so then i'm like okay i'm gonna go to the job posting and apply oh it's close i'm like oh okay i guess it's not <laughs> i guess it's not for me you know <laughs> so then my director yeah. was like Email the recruiter. And I was wow. like, okay. <laughs> email the recruiter. And I knew her very well. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, yeah. Like, let me talk to the manager and see if it's okay. Because, you know, of the yeah. amount of, like, you know, resumes that come in. And I'm like, okay. She's like, okay, yeah. Submit your, send me your resume and we'll go from there. And I was like, is this God? You know, like, <laughs> like okay. I'm just going with faith and kind of, right. you know, because yeah. I don't want to get, you know, heartbroken again. Um, and then, you know, we did the interview, which was really great. And I told myself, you know, I need to be my authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know, I think right. sometimes when we do interviews, we want to rehearse stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, no, I'm like, I'm going to do this different this go around. Like, I'm yeah. actually, not that I wasn't myself, but I'm like, I'm really going to be myself. Yeah. And if like, and if they're Got not nothing into to it. Lose. Yeah, I'm like, if they're You were going to leave anyway. Yeah, I know. You know? <laughs> I was going to leave anyway. <laughs> um, I'm like, if it's not meant to be, then it's mm-hmm. not. But I'm going to be myself. Right. You know, I'm not going right. to shame myself or whatever. So I was myself, cracked some good jokes, mm-hmm. you know, during the interview. <laughs> um, and we got to the second interview. We talked, talked to the VP. Yeah. And 
what I remember during that call that she would say, you know, we're trying to do this and that. And I'm like, you know, I'm sure that everyone that applied at the end was like super awesome and amazing, but there's a difference between being passionate Mm. and having the skills. And I'm sure all of us have the skills, but I have the passion, Mm. you know? And I was like, I've never put myself out there in an interview. You know, I was like, I'm just going to wing this. Um, and I'm like, and I have the passion and I have the heart for it. Wow. And that's why I'm a mm. freaking good candidate for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I curse, I curse. No, just <laughs> um, and then two weeks later, I get an email. Would you like to join the team? Wow. wow. And I was like, oh, it was actually on my boyfriend's birthday. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I got this email, you know, and that's only a God moment. Yeah. Like, who absolutely. knew that this opening was going to happen? Wow. Um, who knew? God was probably like, before you quit your job, like, let's think about something. Mm. But mm. so, you know, I think now I'm in the stage that I do love this job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. The people that I'm around, like, yeah. it's just very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for now, this is a great place to yeah. be. And this is where God wants me to be. And mm-hmm. it feels really strange because I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is where God wants me to be. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, and I'm just and I just keep doing what I have to do. Keep pushing. And yeah. um, it's you know, considering that's been a very crazy year <laughs> with mm-hmm. the elections, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, with COVID, with, you know, the racial injustices mm-hmm. that's been going on. Yeah. And I'm like, I like, I'm so thankful wow. that God opened the doors, even when a time that you probably wouldn't expect the exactly. doors to be open. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been a crazy ride, but yeah. I wouldn't change it. You know, mm, I, awesome. I wouldn't change it. And whatever is to come, I'm holding on to God and, mm-hmm. and see what happens. And, mm. and you know, what is like you were talking about, like, I'm, I'm a challenger and I'm like, I'm bold. And it's like, it, I feel like God is like, is giving you, um, times where you can like practice that boldness and yeah. let it come out even more and more. And then like, you're waiting for this big moment and it's like, He's like Julian always says, he's going to trust you with the little things and then Mm -hmm. he's going to give you the big thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like those, even the little moments, like being bold in an interview or going to pray for someone, like those are, you're, you're like filling up your tank, you know, and then you're going to go to the big thing and God's going to be like, I've, I trust you with this now Mm -hmm. and like usher my people to me and like, oh, (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let you know when that happens. Yeah, That's awesome. That's awesome. Mm. So what do you have as your final affirmation? And it doesn't have to be final affirmation, but as an affirmation for people who can relate to all or part of your story, what is something that you would say maybe to that girl who was, who's lost a loved one or that, that guy who was hit by a bus or, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but just anything, anything from a part of your story that you feel like, man, if I can leave one thing here today for somebody to latch on to, what would that be? I I mean, it sounds really cliche, but keep going. Mm. Just keep, I think it takes time, but you really have to do that internal work. Yeah. Um, Especially like if you're trying to jump in a relationship Mm -hmm. or if you're trying to, my dad always uses this example. Like, (laughs) see, I talk about my dad (laughs) every chance that I can. Um, You know, when you're in a plane, you got to put your mask first before you go Um, and I've learned that the Mm -hmm. hard way and the easy, you know, um, but it's, you, you have to take it day by day and you have to be gentle with yourself Wow. because you're not going to quote unquote fix yourself in a day. Mm. Like that's never going to happen. And even if that was the case, what's the fun in that? Right. Mm, Well, fun is probably not the word, but you know, what's the point of that? Like you have to go through those waters. You have to, um, because once you're on the other side, you're going to be like, whoa, like this is me, like, yeah. this, like all these like terrible things that happened to me or whatever, like made me who I am. And that's when you could give to other people. Wow. Yeah. So it's scary. Um, you know, and it depends. Some people have, um, support systems mm-hmm. and some don't. Right. So right. I can't, I had the privilege of having, you know, especially my dad, mm-hmm. um, even though he was depressed, like right. we, we made it work. Right. Mm-hmm. And some people don't have that privilege. Wow. Um, and that's where you kind of have to be your own cheater leader. Like, okay, like yeah. I got this, like I might not have this uh, today, but maybe tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's all the process. I, we, as a society, we like to rush into mm. things or, yeah. um, tell ourselves lies, mm. you know, like, oh, we're okay. We're okay. Right. Yeah. We, oh, we had a good day. Oh, that means I'm going to have a great year. No, mm. that's not really the case. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, so it's more of kind of, like I said, being gentle with yourself, being patient with yourself. Mm. 
and most importantly loving yourself yeah. even mm. when you make yes. those mistakes you know when shame tries to creep up mm-hmm. in your life when um when grief you know when you're grieving if you have to cry do it you know like right. sometimes it's, so it's being yourself mm-hmm. you know and sometimes we are like who am i that's when you find out who you are wow. yeah <laughs> yeah wow. Mm. Wow. that's good that's good anything else to add Catherine? no I'm, that's amazing. Man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing, Linda. This is really good stuff. And I love I love everything you said right there at the end. It's just going because sometimes going means reaching the end of yourself so that God yeah. can take you further. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you so much. No, thank you, guys. <laughs> and, you know, I think, you know, just saying this as a as a last note, um, you know, I your podcast, awesome, amazing. Thank you. Um God is definitely using you guys, you know, it's not that, you know, everyone's gonna be like, oh my God, I could relate to that, but there's always stories that you've been able to help other people share. Yeah. They're going to touch people. Mm, Thank you so much. Thank you guys. I'm just here to help. I'm like, (laughs) but thank you guys for, for making this project happen. And well, honestly, for God putting that dream and giving you this uh, awesome equipment, you know, (laughs) putting some, uh, you know, affordable equipment. Yeah. We want to make you feel like you're doing the real thing (laughs) here, you know? Yeah. So, so no, thank you guys for, for having me. Of course. Absolutely. You know, more podcasts to come. Yeah. People that come in and share their stories. Yeah. Awesome. Mm. All righty. Here's us signing off. <laughs> That's a new thing. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> <Just kidding>. Bye. <laughs> Take my hand.